We are coming off a wild week for the vibes are high, though, because we got a winner here and Thursday night football. You might think it's ugly. Not us. We're here to find winners. It is time for the Player Profiler Open Power Hour. Welcome back to the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour. We are your hosts, Ahan Rungta, and a winner from last week, Trevor Tipton. Trevor, we're here after a week four where I did not have a good time, but uh, you certainly did. We we put up an eight eight and six performance uh, in on the underdog pick generator. Not bad at all, uh, all things considered. In a week where it seems like a lot of people across Twitter, for me, were, were losing money. Um, so, and you, you came out on top. Um, let, let the people know how you feel. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I actually saw the same. I think I'm a, I'm always, for the most part, a fade the public guy. I want to – I want to fade what mass thinking is doing, not necessarily chasing money per se, um, but I'm trying to fade the public a lot of times. Um, the Bijan, we talked about it. That line was pretty simple for me. I don't think it's this low moving forward the rest of the season. I think – I think it's, you know, 30 plus going forward. Um, you know, he's special. Uh, Ritter can't throw. I don't understand how they can watch Ritter and not at least give Heineke a shot. Like with all the weapons that they have, I, I'll, I just, I'll never understand Arthur Smith. And my boy Brock getting it done again. Um, it's uh, in a game that he didn't have to keep throwing a ton. He still got it there. I'm super excited for this matchup this week, right? We get the Cowboys. Um, I I wish – so I'm in Dallas right now uh, on our tour. I wish the game was here. I would very much be suited and booted uh, going to the game if it was here. Uh, but it's, you know, back in uh, San Francisco. But um, uh, Purdy's – I'm a Purdy fan, uh, and if you go back and look at uh, me and Billy Muzio's tweets from last season, everybody was coming at him and I, and we kept telling everybody, we're like, guys, watch his footwork, watch his reads, what, like, he he's doing things that you need him to do. I get he's the, you know, he'll always be Mr. Irrelevant, but we're going to talk about that with some other quarterbacks moving forward, um, where we like, where we are. And our uh, well, we didn't get the the other side of it right. Um, you know, our pick with underdog last week uh, for their special uh, was one we felt very dirty about, and it crushed. So I'm not. I actually kind of like when things feel gross and dirty because uh, a lot of times uh, when it's uncomfortable, that's the right play. Yeah, I love it. And for for me, this Bears uh, Commanders game uh, is uh, you know it, it touches a. It, it hits home for me. So for those of you who have been following me personally for, for a while, the last time these two faced off, it was Thursday night. Football. It was, it was primetime. I don't remember if it was Thursday or, or Monday, but it was primetime and nobody wanted a piece of Carson Wentz versus Justin Fields. And I hit my biggest same game parlay um, of the season plus 5,600 that day. So Justin Fields to Dante Pettis for a touchdown, um, you know, brings back some memories for me. So no more Dante Pettis this time. You know, I know that's a name you love as well, Trevor, but no more Dante Pettis this time. But um, I, I see some spots where we could find winners any, anyway. And that game was 12 to 7. I don't think we're going to see a 12 to 7 game again. So I'm, I'm excited to hit some uh, hit some pickups for this game. Trevor, I think, is muted. Uh, while he gets that figured out, though, 
another review no, of no, the- I'm here. I was, uh, I was coughing and I didn't want to uh, offend everybody yeah. with my cough. Um, but yeah, so for those of you who are listening, uh, you know, uh, post show on the podcast, uh, coming off the winner, the, the winner was Purdy higher than 230 and a half passing yards and Bijan Robinson higher than 25 and a half receiving yards. And, um, you know, I was on Bijan receptions, you know, on the books myself, uh, and the Purdy, um, projection closed a few yards higher. Right. And it was so important for us to, you know, get that, um, you know, a few days early before it closed at, I believe it was 233.5 that it closed at. Um, and if you want to get these picks early um, and for Sunday, even earlier than the show, um, you want to go to the underdog pick generator on the DFS dominator of playerprofiler.com. You want to sign up for that. We went eight and six on picks and we will provide about 10 to 15 picks each week, um, you know, from both of us that we both like. And I believe this week we each went four and three, which is kind of hilarious given you know, you came out with the actual winner. You actually picked the right ones for the show. So kudos to you. Um, I went with the the uh, the Patriots and Cowboys game is high scoring narrative. Yeah, we all know how that went. So um, oh, rough yeah, week I, for your Patriots too, man. Rough. Judon yeah, and your boy Gonzalez. That's uh that, that's a rough time. I had I actually have a lot of them in fantasy defense, and uh, I chose to move on this week now because of it. Like those are those are too big too big of losses for me to keep riding them, which stinks because they had a pretty good schedule moving forward. Yeah, and uh, if for for you Patriots fans who are watching, I know there are a few of you. Um, if if you didn't believe it was over until now, well, and now you do. So. Um, yep. Regardless, though, we're going to find winners uh, for Thursday, um, and uh, we're going to look at a little bit of this Week 5 slate. But right before we do that, we always have, you know, the, the Podfather does his own takeaways show just for his, his top 10 takeaways, and we love to watch that. You know, the Podfather is hilarious, and whether or not we agree with all of his takeaways, it's in, insane content. We, we it, never agree with all of his takeaways, but we love the yeah, content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There, 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 are, there are takeaways where, you know, I personally will save some of them and pull out the receipts and throw it in his face at staff meetings when he's wrong. Um, like people on Twitter who are super tough about it, like the podfather was wrong. Well, we do the same. So you're not ahead of the game here at all. Right. So, um, but um, you know, I, I wanted to know, you know, just a couple of our takeaways and really, I just want an opportunity to rant about someone, but Trevor, you go first. Um, what, what are you taking out of week four? Well, your rant is my rant because at that position, and I, I play, I have five figures into season-long fantasy. Like, that's not an exaggeration. That's what I have in. Um, I really, really care about the player you're going to rant about, so I uh, I will probably agree with every word you have to say. Uh, but mine is, if you're the Carolina Panthers right now and you come out, oh, we needed a wide receiver one, is how frustrated are you watching Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud knowing that both those quarterbacks went behind them and you could have either one of those guys compared to Bryce Young. And my comp is I'm, I was never a Bryce Young guy. I don't believe he has the body type to play in the NFL. Uh, I just don't think he has it. Um, I think Drew Brees was special um, and he is an outlier. And I think everybody drafts guys that size and smaller, hoping they can be a Breeze but a lot of them don't make it. Um, my question is, is we're early, right? It's first year, you know, we're only four weeks in, but here's my great overreaction. Does he end up with the, does Bryce Young end up with the Trubisky, Leaf, 
Russell tag of just all time bus. Um, we don't know yet because it's too early and nobody's ever going to be Jamarcus. Like nobody's ever not read their playbook. Like that bar is going to be pretty high to catch someday, but Trubisky, right. Getting drafted before Mahomes. you know, we know the story with leaf. Um, there's different things there. I don't know that young, I don't know that young has the talent to ever really be a, a starter in the NFL. Um, he might end up, uh, you know, one of those guys that's a career backup, but my early take is uh, he's not an NFL starting quarterback at this point. And I don't know that he is moving forward. I, 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 I think I'm not quite where, where you are yet. And which is weird. Cause I feel like if there was anybody to, to, you know, be on this train as quickly as possible, it would be me just cause like I was super like before the draft, I was yep. saying, I don't care where he lands. CJ Stroud is QB1. Um, and Anthony Richardson, I, I think that's the big takeaway here because, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about Bryce Young last week. Um, I think Anthony Richardson, particularly looking good, has been maybe the most surprising thing of the draft to me because I was right about CJ Stroud. I was right about Bryce Young. And Anthony, you know, I was right that, you know, Will Levis was not going to play. Um, but I still think the ceiling is potentially a starter in the NFL for Levis, but we'll still have to wait on that. But with Anthony Richardson, he's, he's simply been a good enough thrower of the football to compete, which is mind boggling to me. Um, so shout out Anthony Richardson. He has thrown the ball way better than I, I was willing to let him believe he could be like, I just, I didn't think he would have this. Obviously he's been working on it. Um, so that is, you know, where we at, um, you know, and then the question starts, you know, for the fantasy community, uh, we'll talk, you know, tossing that in. I'm curious tonight at uh, NFC and FFPC because we saw some last night on the ESPN Yahoo leagues. People are drop, dropping Joe Burrow, um, right? Like, and it's, uh, I'll be interested to see what happens in the high stakes community tonight. Uh, I don't think we see a ton just because what's on the waiver wire, but uh, I'll be interested to see if we if we get any this week. Yeah, and you know, tie this all back to the pickums. I know some one guy you've been going back to every week, um, and I went to for the main card a couple of weeks ago was Jamar Chase. And yeah. to me, you know, I made I said this on Twitter a couple of days ago. The Bengals are one and three. T. Higgins is going to be out a few weeks. If the Bengals have any sort of direction um you know going forward trying to win a super bowl next year call it, it it's over right like we need to call this season give joe burrow his rest he's playing injured you're not doing him any favors by putting him out there with jamar chase and tyler boyd and freaking oh, what's his face irv smith right you're, you're not doing anybody any favors we have someone in the uh you know in the chat anthony saying frank right play calling not doing any bryce any favors Bryce is not good. Um, he hasn't been good under pressure. He hasn't been good when clean in the pocket. And I've been hearing a lot of excuses about the offensive line. Just so you know, by pass block win rate, the, the Panthers offensive line has been better than the Texans offensive line because all their starters are hurt. So I don't want to hear the excuses. He was the 101. He has not been the 101 so far at all. Anyway. So speaking of line work, that, that ties into uh, your rant of the week. Yes, yeah, speaking of offensive lines, you know who isn't who isn't a professional football team uh, in the offensive line? It's the New York Giants. But I just want to say, regardless of 
the offensive line, regardless of your opinions of the quarterback. Darren Waller, who we have, you know, in, in our season long, and I, I promise you I'm not one of those guys who just blames players when our picks are not looking good. I, you know, I'm taking it on the chest that Zeke was probably a bad pick. That's on me. What's not on me is that Darren Waller is a fraud, right? This is this for the last several years, Darren Waller has, you know, gotten high praise for good reason. Elite athletic profile, which you you like a tight end with Derek Carr. He produced, he's been a good pass catcher. Sometimes, you know, a little more injured for a liking, but when he's played, he's looked good. Now I'm wondering what why does he look completely different this year? And you look at some of his stats, you need to earn targets, right? Who else is around? Isaiah Hodgins, obviously. I love Isaiah Hodgins personally. You have Isaiah Hodgins, and then who do you have? Paris Campbell, who is just not good at football. You have Wandale Robinson just getting back. And by the way, shout out Wandale Robinson. Hit me a plus 3,000 on the books, you know, on, you know, on primetime. Um, but Wandale Robinson just coming back from injury is already commanding more in this offense than Darren Waller. When Darren Waller was supposed to be the guy that steps in as the wide receiver one, um, he's getting the air yard share because they're trying to get him the ball, but he's not catching the football. You know, he's not making the tough catches. Number 33 in true catch rate. Um, he's not earning targets, and when he's getting the targets, he's not making the contested ones. He's a 31-year-old who is starting to look like he's going towards the wash path. I fell for it. I made some of you all fall for it, and I'm saying it now. He's a fraud. I'm done with him. For now, I will be targeting his lower thans in any sort of matchup that is good. I'm, uh, I'm in a, I have a lot of exposure to him. And then we just saw it at the end of the game. All of a sudden, Daniel Jones started throwing on the ball again. Um, that game was horrendous Monday night. Um, if you're the Giants, go sign guys off the street. Like, there's got to be guys off the street you can get, guys you can go trade for that are better than what you're putting out there. And shout out to Daniel Jones, because I actually think there's three or four more sacks if he's not as mobile as he is. Um, he had less than two seconds on almost every play to throw the ball. You, you can't function in the NFL in 2023 with less than two seconds. I don't care who you are. That's just not possible. Um, I I feel like they're getting – I also – part of it is I feel like they're trying to get cute with Waller. Like they're trying to like make him also like a decoy, right? Like they know, hey, we're going to go use him. Just throw the best dude on your team the ball. Like and let's see what happens. Um, and that's for the same. I, got a, I put my money where my mouth is. I got a lot of skin in the game with him. So – I would like him to get going. Fortunately, I also drafted a ton of Kincaid and, and more importantly, Laporta right now. Um, I think by the end of the season, Kincaid has a very good season. I think Laporta does. It's going to help me, but man, I I could I need Waller to get going. And if I'm a Giants fan, uh, I don't know what to do. Right? You just paid Danny a lot of money, and that's the line you're sending out in front of him. It's it's really bad. Like I I don't know how they can think this is the line we're going to put out in an NFL game like yeah and just just for some a little more added context and you know when you type Daniel Jones on the player profiler website my name my you know a, a picture of me may or may not show up on his player page because you know he's been one of my truthers just so you know that was two years ago right you know I called his breakout season last year um and I'm I still have no shame having my face associated with his player page because Number one in the NFL in drop passes, the New York Giants. 
Darren Waller is a fraud. This offensive line is not a professional, does not constitute one of a professional football team. So uh, I, I, I think the the hate that y'all are sending to Daniel Jones, spread some of the love or just spread some of the hate in this case, uh, spread it to Darren Waller, spread it to, to the offensive line. But that, that, that ends my rant. So, you know, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Justin Fields versus Sam Howell is about to make the vibes good again. Um, and before we get into Thursday night football, let's just hear a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer-to-peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code UNDERWORLD, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be, and now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. We are back on the Player Profiler Pick and Power Hour with Honrungta Trevor Tipton, and we are so excited for Justin Fields versus Sam Howell. Those are words that I will—I don't mind saying. Um, we're going to find some winners for you uh, for this Week 5 Thursday Night Football game. We're 2-2. Two and two on Thursday night football um, collabs, right? We do an entry together um, before our bonus show on Friday, where we go over the Sunday and Monday slate. Uh, but we're two on two, two and two on these, which is, is profitable, right? If we had half of these, we're doubling our money each time with these two picks on underdog. And if you want to tell it's promo code underworld upon entry, we're going to hit the underdog lab right now, Trevor, this is um, an interesting game if you just look at the sports books and look at the lines, right? The Bears have some injuries. Um, you know, they have uh, a cornerback out. They have um, um, a, a line or cornerback Jalen Johnson is out there. Free safety, Eddie Jackson is yeah. out. Jaquan Brisker is questionable. Chase Claypool is headed to Japan, most likely. Um, so <laughs> the Chicago Bears, rightfully underdogs here, but it's a big number. And the Vegas total is 44 and a half. You do the math on it. The implied total for Washington is the fifth highest on the slate in week five. Very interesting uh, as it makes sense. The Bears defense is not good. Uh, Trevor, get us started. Um, What are you looking for in this game? How are you approaching the board? Yeah, so we have a 24 and a half implied total right now for the commanders. It's a short week. Um, One of the things I like that, uh, and I'm going to hit a couple of these this season is, uh, underdog has added their spicy pickums, so uh, you can get you know touchdowns, sacks, different uh, <clears throat> options. I wish I would have stacked more sacks uh, against Danny Jones the other night. Those those were all paid like one and a half times, uh, so that would have been fun. But every the whole world is on Sam Howe and the receiver overs and hires and rightfully show rightfully so i get it i get the matchup but this is also a short week uh and in short weeks coaches have less time to uh install different plays so the man i'm going back to this week uh was actually our pick for last week and it felt gross uh just because of the matchup but i'm going with brian robinson this week 
Uh, and we're going over 63 and a half yards. So a couple things. He's getting 66% of the team's rushing attempts. He has 182 yards after contact, which is top 10 in the NFL. That's a big one for me I'm looking for for my running backs. I want players that can get yards after contact. The true line for this, based on player profile projections for him for the week, <coughs> says if you were going to go bet this and not play it in a DFS play at underdog, the line for it should be minus 197. So when I'm looking for pick and plays that I can find value in, I want to find when our our models say the true line value is 160, 170, 181, you know, 197. Those are those are places I think we're getting a lot of value because as these get close to there, those will move. Um, I actually believe this gets moved up a little bit tomorrow um, as we get closer to it. Um, and then when you want to talk about terrible defenses, <coughs> we talk about the Chicago Bears. Remember, the Chicago Bears could have drafted Jalen Carter and instead for two wooden nickels and some eye contact – let the Philadelphia Eagles have him for nothing. Uh, just amazing to me. I really like this. I think they're going to use him this week. I think they're going to gash him. Uh, you know, the only team in terms of, you know, giving up points-wise to running backs that's worse has been the Broncos, and I think this is a pretty easy smash spot for Robinson. I like it. And I, I we talked about Brian Robinson when you said that you were going to go with him uh, for this. And my, my initial instinct was it's short rest, right? Shouldn't you be scared about a, a, a running back, you know, that's especially a grinder like, like Brian Robinson is. But, uh, you know, I, I, I we, we started seeing some of the, the book lines come out. You know, it started opening, you know, lower than this. And then um, his rushing attempts line, and we all know how sharp those are after our Christian McCaffrey experience a couple of weeks ago, that Vegas knows – way better than we do how coaches are going to use him, right? And his rushing attempts line is 15 and a half. So given the matchup, I think the 64 number is uh, is very attainable if he can get, you know, even if he hooks us, hooks, you know, the rushing attempts number and gets to 15 carries, even for an inefficient player like Brian Robinson, this is a matchup for him to, to not be inefficient, right? So the usage, Vegas clearly thinks it's going to be there. Um, so as a pick-in, makes a lot of sense. And speaking of Vegas, if you want to hit the books um, for some plays, you know, especially bef before Sunday, um, on Friday night, Memphis Young, our very own Memphis Young, does a show called The Juice on Friday nights. So you want to go join him late night on Friday nights, you know, right after our bonus show on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, head over to the uh, Player Profiler Network, um, you know, to, to hit some book plays with him. And speaking of book plays, you see on the board right now, if you're watching us on stream, Underdog has these things called boosters, right? And for for uh, for for example, Justin Fields, you know, half a rushing plus receiving touchdown, right? This is the the equivalent of an anytime touchdown on a sports book. And usually, you don't see stuff like this on pickems because the pickems you want mostly even juice on both sides. But this is plus money on the books. Well, Underdog has added some of these plus money, uh, you know. On the books, it would be props, but they've added them as pickums on the board, um, and you can take this, but you get the booster for you know to reflect the fact that it is essentially a quote unquote plus money prop. So, you know, I, I I'm gonna mess around with some of these boosters that I like, and you already see the fumbles lost. You can you can uh, take Justin Fields oh. to, to fumble if you're as big of a hater as I am, but um, you know, for for our main collab play, I'm gonna keep it simple. If I if I end up 
with, uh, you know, some of these long shots that I really like, maybe we can cook up something, uh, you know, right before game time in the, in the player profiler discord. Um, but I'm heading to, to Justin Fields higher than 47 and a half rushing yards, right? So we're sticking with the ground game theme and Justin Fields, again, I think people are going to be on his passing in this game um, for, you know, some of the reasons you mentioned earlier with how is the, the, the commanders secondary, you know, not the best, right. But specifically this is their six point underdogs. Um, they're going to have to pass the ball a lot, right. This, this is the, the instinct you get, you know, the bears are going to be down. They're going to have to pass a lot, but you take a little closer of a look um, at um, Justin Fields in this matchup and the value resides in the rushing. Uh, why? Well, he faces a commander's team where they have weaknesses, but one of their weaknesses or one of their strengths is they pressure the quarterback number 11 in the NFL in uh, in pressure rates so far this season. And Justin Fields, so far, what has he done? So in game, in week one, he faced a Green Bay Packers defense that has a, a, uh, a, a decent secondary, but doesn't really pressure the quarterback as much as the commanders um, and still goes nine rushes, 59 yards. Week two, he goes against the athletic Bucks defense. And the Bucks defense is one that I've actually picked out in the past to take lower than on rushing yards before, right? I, you know, I, I hit the Jalen Hurts under on rushing yards against uh, Tampa Bay, um, you know, a couple weeks ago because the Tampa Bay Bucks, they're a really bad matchup for those mobile quarterbacks. So in that one, he rushes four times, just three yards. I'm throwing that out the window. Week three, he faces the Chiefs, another good defense, 11-47. Uh, and then against Denver last week, 425, just rushed four times and still produced 25 yards. Now you look at what the the, the last three quarterbacks have done against Washington and against that, that high-pressure rate defense. Russell Wilson, six carries, 56 yards. Josh Allen, three carries, 46 yards. Jalen Hurts, nine carries, 34 yards. And if you take a look a little bit at the, the Jalen Hurts stuff, some of those were just, you know, the brother, the brotherly shove pushes. So, you know, that's going to obviously reduce his yards per carry. But also Hurts has just been running less uh, in the state, in the Shane Steichen system. Uh, not too many designed runs. You know who has had a few design runs this year? Justin Fields. Five design runs, uh, the second most in the NFL, just one shot of the NFL lead. And his rushing attempts line on the book. If you look at DraftKings, for example, it's set at seven and a half, and the over is starting to get majorly juiced. It's minus 145 on DraftKings for him to have over seven and a half rushing attempts. So they think he's going to scramble. They think he's going to maybe have a couple of design runs as well. And last year, or since last year, in games where he rushed at least seven times, so even if you, you know, the, the books think he's going to get at least eight carries. Even if he gets just seven, he uh, got this over uh, 47 and a half in 10 out of 16 of those games um, where he rushed at least seven times. Uh, so I love this higher than 47 and a half rushing yards in a game that I think will be close. And uh, Justin Fields is going to have to drop back a lot, but we all know that Justin Fields has not been good this year under pressure. You can look at his player profiler page, just all the stats, not good under pressure as a thrower. How about he just runs out of the pocket, creates something with his legs. Uh, Justin Fields higher 47 and a half rushing yards. And speaking of those spicy ways, uh, I will for sure have one for Thursday night for our, everybody in our player profiler discord. Uh, if you scroll down to Washington there, uh, on one of the ones I like, and it coincides with why I like fields over. I also think fields get sacked. Um, I think they're going to bring the pressure on them and we got some spicy picks. Keep scrolling. We got some spicy boosters 
for oh are they, do they not have it right now not right now they might uh, oh they were up for, they're up for me so let me pull it back up um so right now i can get uh jonathan allen has a sack at higher 1.25 uh who else was on there uh darren Payne has a sack so there's some spicy sack ones uh for washington that i have right now I'm going to refresh the board. Uh, oh, we have a 100K Sunday special drop. We're going to have picks for those on, uh, you know. Oh, you the- got digs? Interesting. I got CD Lamb right now. Oh, we have different ones. How yeah. I see. I wonder I if they're doing it based on your area, right? Because you're like, you're the Northeast, and I'm literally in Dallas right now. Huh. Buffalo versus Jacksonville. I'm in Massachusetts. <laughs> Um, regardless, um, you know, we're good. The, 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 these 100K Sunday specials, they keep rotating over the course of the week. And uh, I, 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 you know, speaking of gross, you mentioned gross, and I completely forgot to mention. Remember, we were unenthusiastically picking a Damian Pierce um, higher than that was yeah, so that's great. what I was referencing. I referenced yeah. his last week, like it felt disgusting, and he murdered it. Yeah, that was so free, and we paired it with Dalton Kincaid. Um, so we, we had that too. It just nobody, none of us want to talk about Damian Pierce. So we didn't mention it. Um, but yeah, yeah we're going to have 100 case Sunday uh, special, um, you know, recommendations, um, you know, on for, on our bonus show on Friday. And if you have the underdog pick generated, you can just pick whichever ones you like the most from our, you know, 10 to 15 picks and just pair it with your 100 case special. Um, I refreshed the board so that I could um, see. Yeah, if, there. Because I have all the defensive it. players. Oh, oh yeah, there, there it you is. Go. Ooh, Jonathan Allen. Yeah. Hey, unofficial play. We're not going to track this because, <laughs> you know, I, I just know for a fact, spoiler alert, I'm going to be on the Stefan Diggs higher. Um, yeah, oh, you can't no do way. the boosters. Yeah, you can't do the boosters with 100K. Oh, okay. But you can do boosters with boosters. Yes. I'm not going to say this out loud. I'm locking yeah. this in. Yeah, yeah. A let's pivot to Justin Fields, um, a rushing yards. Maybe he scores a touchdown. That's so nice. Booster, uh, yeah, with booster. Mike. So we actually, Ahan and I both right now have different ones. He has digs over his receiving yards. I have Ceedee Lamb. I also travel, so uh, I'm in Dallas currently, and I maybe I'm thinking that's maybe why I have the Lamb. They're kind of you know Ahan's in the Northeast. They're kind of targeted different areas. Uh, so we each have a different one right now. It'll be interesting to see what, uh, how that rolls out. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to text some people in Cali right now and see what theirs is. Yeah. So we have a question from chat. Great question. We were so excited to talk about the hundred K special. We didn't explain what it was. So, uh, Mike asked, what is the hundred K special? Great question. Every week this year, underdog is running a quote unquote hundred K Sunday special because they're giving out $100,000 to several participants on Underdog. And the way you enter this these sweepstakes is you, you go to the Underdog pick board and you see the featured yellow square that says 100K Sunday. You have to put this in an entry and you're into the lottery, right? It doesn't matter if the pick loses. Let's say I pick higher on Stefan Diggs and he goes lower. I can still be in the lottery and it'll be drawn randomly and Underdog is going to dish out loads of, uh, you know, you know, thousands of dollars to contestants who have that in their entry. So it's basically a lottery ticket at, you know, perhaps somewhere around $10,000, except you can also just 
even if you don't win, you can win your entry, right? So uh, a, a win-win for you there. So that's the 100K special. Um, we're going to have, um, you know, like I said, picks for Sunday and Monday and, you know, figure out how to use our 100K specials. But I just I, I just sneak sprinkled on uh, this, this Jonathan Allen uh, higher than quarter of a sacks, um, you know, booster, um, which uh, I, I like that look from you, and I paired it with Justin Fields' uh, touchdown. So that's just a side piece for me personally. But – I'm going to lock in our collab entry of the day uh, for Thursday Night Football, and it's Brian Robinson higher than 63 and a half rushing yards, and Justin Fields higher than 46 and a half. Is that a bump down? Oh, yeah. Is that a bump down? It's minus 130 on the books, and we have 46 and a half. Yeah, we got an extra yard. Look at that. Talking about the 100K special got us another yard. I love it. And half a unit on that has been placed. Please remember to stick to your bankroll recommendations. We're, we're two and two on these. It's because we place, you know, a half a unit on each of these. We're going to stay profitable long-term and end up, you know, profitable on the season. I'm not nuking anything, right? I, I hate when people say I'm nuking this. Oh, gosh, we're, never. We're, we're sticking never. to the, to the bankroll because you – you saw what happened with Luke Musgrave last week. Anything can happen. We can lose a play. Even even if they make a mistake and make the line four and a half yards, it's obviously the right play to take the higher, but it can lose, right? So we're sticking to the bankroll recommendation. And for our recommendation for these collabs, half a unit each, and our entry is locked in. We have like uh, we have a uh, a looks like private chat it's 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 not loading but we do have a question in chat which is fantasy related and the question is trade mostert for watson or godwin so glad you brought it up i am trading mostert for either of those i prefer watson over godwin but i'm doing that easily devon a chain is him yeah, yeah yeah i'm saying this is uh go try to get it clicked before you can't get it clicked like i say i go watson <laughs> before godwin um but I same right, like get it before you can't get it. Yep, love it. Speaking of Devon A chain, a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot of, a lot of action going on on Sunday that I'm very interested in. I'm particularly interested in this, this Eagles Rams game. I think that's that line on by Vegas is so interesting. But if you want the Vegas, you know, the sportsbook side of it, you got to head over to the Juice um, on Friday nights. But if you want to win more pickums, schedule. Tomorrow, which is Thursday, uh, well, Thursday morning, if you're listening on podcast, you, you already know it's been uploaded, um, you know, uh, for, on podcast version. But Thursday, we're having our leans, early leans for week five on the underdog pick generator on the DFS dominator or playerprofiler.com. And on Friday, the bonus show where we talk about our uh, our, our favorite pickums. And this time, hopefully I pick the right ones. Trevor's going to try to go for back-to-back winners. All kinds of content, both betting and pickems, coming in article form as well. Play a profiler, but it is it, it's time for some rushing in Thursday night football. I'm excited after hopefully we see you after another Thursday night football winner. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and 
get the show.